and welcome back to another episode of Over the Curb podcast, a Formula One podcast for fans old and new by Formula One fans old and new. Joining me today, Shakuni. Hello. Hello. And Hello. Uh, we want to start the podcast by congratulating Max Verstappen on his second world driver title. Congratulations. And Red Bull on winning the constructors constructors as well yeah most likely they will they no i don't think there is any most likely thing they are what 100 something points ahead of ferrari which is some 40 50 points ahead of mercedes so i mean it depends if if in the second half mercedes is um, uh, what do you say if mercedes is fighting for wins then there is still at least chance in the constructors because perez Perez's performance is very up and down. It's not regular. It's not as consistent as Max's. So maybe you never know. But for sure, I think uh, driver title. I don't think anybody can uh, compete with him as of right now. Mm, drivers. So he has won. That's a for sure. He has won the driver. I mean, like Red Bull will have to it up at a massive level mm. lose the driver title now like he's 80 83 points clear of charles so that is some 80, 80 points yeah and 100 points clear of george so that's five race dnfs but okay let's talk about hungary first uh we have to unfortunately uh combine both our episodes because the silly season has already started <laughs> i mean <laughs> two days into the summer break and we have such big news coming in but let's stick to hungary and uh, let's stick to s- a little bit before hungary the day uh, sebastian vettel broke yeah. all our hearts and told her told us his favorite color is blue but Sebastian Vettel retires after an illustrious career. <sighs> I am not over it. I have been wearing my Vettel t-shirt ever since he announced it. I am so sad. Okay, so am I sad that Vettel is leaving? Obviously, yes. Do I feel hurt because of that? 1000% yes. But I think somehow I saw it coming. So I don't know. I kind of saw it coming, so that's why for me the blow is not that uh, high. But yeah, I mean, seeing him go is, yeah, it's 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 a difficult bite. But yeah, I kind of saw it coming, so yeah, makes sense to me at least. I mean, my understanding was that up until... Austria for sure. Anytime that Sebastian Vettel was asked uh, about his future in Formula 1, he explicitly said that he wants to race. Hmm. And even post uh, his retirement announcement, I think there was a statement that said that his, his wife knows that he wants to race or that his wife has said that it's okay if he wants to race. And his father, Sebastian Vettel's father, has said that after Austria, after what happened in Austria, he was just mm-hmm. too hurt and broken. And like, bottom line for me is that Seb actually did not want to retire, but 
I don't think Aston is going the way Seb thought it would. Like that, apparently that momentum, I don't think Seb can see it happening. So I'm just going to miss Sebastian Vettel and his scooter rides and storming out of driver's meetings and what else? Uh... I will actually miss him more in Grill the Grid videos. Yeah, true. Cheeky press conference replies. Uh, the same news was heartbreaking, but I kind of saw it coming. So I don't know. I It was not that bittersweet wala thing. It was keep, yeah, makes sense why, why he would take that decision. Because this, this season has been pathetic for him. I don't know if there has been any worse season than this and he drove for Ferrari so yeah that just goes to say how pathetic this season is that I'm saying his Ferrari stint was much better than this I mean Ferrari so I think we need to just have a different episode just for Ferrari okay so <laughs> uh, I mean uh, I just want to say before we get into Hungary uh, that if you want to see me get frustrated with Ferrari live as the race is going on. We have started doing live streams on our Twitch channel called Kicks and Curbs. So do follow us there if you want to watch me get frustrated along with other friends at stupid Ferrari decisions, <laughs> strategy decisions. Because to me now it is not stupid Ferrari, it's just yeah, I, think, I think we should have another thing in the prediction, okay? So, in in addition to our prediction leak, in the second hour, okay, Honey Badger is going to hate me so much for this. But I actually came up with this idea that we have five options, okay? Mm-hmm. And we have to select one. How And basically, it is how will Ferrari fuck up this weekend? Oh. So it's going to be pits, uh, slow pit stops, uh, stupid strategy calls, uh, driver mistakes. Um, what else? I had four things in mind. Uh, car failure, and then fifth option is everything will be perfect. Yeah, I don't think that is ever possible. I mean, it's it's a gamble, and like you can only choose one option. There cannot be multiple things. Okay. Uh, there is a possibility that Ferrari can do multiple things and we will give points accordingly. But, uh, okay, we have Honey Badger's blessing. So, <laughs> this is... <laughs> hey, Honey Badger, what's up? What's up? Honey Badger is a silent participant in today's uh, podcast. And uh, we are happy... No, no, as Honey Badger said, he shall not speak about Formula 1 at all. Probably. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He's done. He's already waiting for the 2023. He's already in the winter break. Honey Badger is like, I don't even give a fuck now. Whoever wants to win, just win. I have massive respect for Ferrari fans because, man, like... Ferrari is the RCB of uh, Formula 1. My God. I have mass. I would have abandoned ship. Like, if I was somebody who was watching uh, Formula One since the Shumi era and 
because I was I was old enough to understand sports in the Shumi era. Okay, so if I was watching since then in twenty twenty two, I would have abandoned ship. I was like, this is just this is so stupid. But I think Honey Badger is uh, following Ferrari since Shumi era. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 I'm. I think so. Okay. He has been a Ferrari fan since a very long time. Yeah. So Honey Badger saying, except Ferrari has championships, unlike RCB, and he's a fan of both. So okay, Honey Badger has been fan of Ferrari since 2004. That is a long time to be in pain. That is some masochist <laughs> level shit, dude. Like. <laughs> I I cannot even I I cannot and I mean like I can't say too much because I've started watching two years ago and I've basically supported the best team on track but even even in the start of the season I did not lose faith in Mercedes and I mean it has paid off. Uh, Mercedes is looking very 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 strong. But see the reason the thing is the one of the reasons why I love Mercedes is also Toto, right? Toto because is... I know that man by the end of the season he will do something. I have faith that this by the end of the season will give me some happiness, some joy. I yeah. don't see that for Ferrari fans any yeah. like yeah. it. It is. I mean that the entire Ferrari discussion is going to take a long time, and we will get into this because I can't keep this anger inside of me anymore. And then we will get into some um silly season updates. But before all of that, a couple of highlights um uh, that I want to talk about uh, uh that happened on the hung Hungary weekend. First, Nicholas Latifi topping FP three. Oh, oh man, Gotifi doing good things. Let's go. Let's fucking go, Gotifi. I think Nick Devry or Logan Sargent both can forget. I think both <laughs> so can just got... go. Both can fuck it now. <laughs> they are not. They are not getting. Uh, neither of them are getting a seat in Formula One. I think. Latifi. No, no, no. Gotifi is not leaving. Yeah. And it was like that was some drive. I don't have words to describe for that. <laughs> I, you know, like I, um, I mean, of course, um, we're doing watch alongs as of right now. We're doing watch alongs only for qualifying and the race. But I kid you not, like literally, I was watching FP three, and um, um, the time was over. Charles did Charles did his lap, and I was like, okay, it's almost done. And then I saw the graphic. Okay, Latifi is improving his time, and from sector two onwards, I was like, surely not. Are you? Are you fucking it? This, oh, come on, that is not going to happen. Like that, it was literally me. And then when he crossed the line, I was like, oh my god. Oh shit. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? It was a Williams one three in FP three. Yeah. It's a shame that it was not a wet qualifying, <laughs> because we would have seen a very interesting. Uh... So okay, uh, I think Latifi. What happened uh, last season in the Drive to Survive with uh, what's this guy who got kicked out? Uh, who got kicked out? The Russian. What's his name? Mazepin. Mazepin. Yes. 
what Mazapin said. I saw the clouds and I knew rain was coming. <laughs> this is this is what he meant. This is what could have happened if the house was good. No, I think um, he got into the 2021 Hungary mindset because if you remember, 2021 Hungary was the first weekend where Williams scored points. That was the weekend where Williams scored points for the first time in that season. Where you got that legendary George Russell um, audio where he said, if you have to sacrifice my race uh, or Nikki, prioritize Nikki, I will pit early to save from any undercut. And uh, that was, I think, P8 and P9 finish for for Williams, which was uh, Mm. crazy. So, yeah, Latifi, Gutifi masterclass. And uh, second uh, is, of course, qualifying. George Russell pole, baby. Ah! Russell is just such a, such a good person, you know. Just like... Dude, I'm telling you, it's a shame Hamilton's DRS problems. Otherwise, it I'm pretty sure it would have been a Mercedes one too. Like oh man, if it would have been, it would have been so amazing. I seriously want a proper one to for Mercedes. Uh, like the podium, double podium, I want it, but it, I want it to be one two, not two three. I'm yeah. done with the two three podiums now. I want one two. Yeah. And I know it is possible, and it's you know like just right around the corner. But that hunger. I I think it's going to come. I hope it's in Zandvoort. Just because. Oh man. Oh oof. It's going to be a different level of satisfaction. But yeah. Uh of course Max also had... I can I can feel that that satisfaction under you just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, Zandwood, it's a Mercedes one too. Zandwood and Mercedes one to people will burn their houses. Yeah, I mean they are anyway still burning Mercedes caps or whatever. Yeah. But... Mercedes um, caps and I think some people like tore other people's clothes and all like there was a lot of fight and scuffle. I don't you know, know why, somebody but... if you know somebody who burns Mercedes merchandise. I mean of course they're not listening to our podcast because we haven't received any hate yet. So hmm. if you know anybody who burns Mercedes merchandise, tell them there are better ways to burn money. That's like, it is, what is the point of buying like a 50 euro, 80 euro cap and burning it? The better ways to burn money. Mm, yeah, very but, true. Uh, I mean, you can it. give it to us. We can make a better podcast and, yes. you know, you can have much more fun. But yeah, your choice. I mean, we are just, I'm, I'm just, you know, spitballing. Spitballing ideas. Yeah, but uh, I, I think it was this weekend that Max actually came out and said that Whoever is doing this, they are not fans of the sport. So, kudos yeah. to Max for saying that. Uh, it is really appreciated. Max also had problems with his car. For a second, oh. I was so happy. In qualifying, <laughs> he had problems with his car. I was like, oh my god, is it is it happening? Have we manifested a DNF finally? But he took on a new engine without a penalty. And uh, Yeah, wait, how... how... How is that possible? Because he had only used two until then. Sure. Yeah. With yeah. so many upgrades, with so many things happening in his car, only upgrades. two? Upgrades. Yeah, yeah, upgrades. No, upgrades are not... Uh, What do you say? Upgrades are not 
different and the engine has been frozen so engine freeze happened in march but so didn't his D he had multiple dnfs because of engine failure in the early so season so bahrain so bahrain uh, was because of a component of uh, the power unit it was something to do, do with fuel something fuel i don't remember but it wasn't an engine failure per se and then i think the other dnf was in australia which is when i think he took on a new engine and ever since then he's not had any dnfs oh there okay. hasn't been any other dnf since australia right yeah miami spain monaco baku canada britain uh -huh. yeah so he took an, a new engine i'm assuming in australia that's how he reached his tally of two and then yeah this is this was the third engine that he took so if he has to take another engine then it will be a then penalty then it will be correct? a penalty yeah all right all right let's uh, that, that was pretty much it i mean i think the entire hungarian uh, weekend was just uh, weather blue balls everybody waiting for rain and then not getting any rain because I think even qualifying, we were like, oh, can it be like a wet qualifying? It wasn't. And then the entire race was also like, oh, rain is on its way, may rain, whatever, whatever, which was which was what Ferrari's strategy was. Ferrari's strategy the entire weekend was, it might rain. That was the strategy. Ferrari's strategy was uh, basically, inshallah, boys played well. Inshallah, it will rain. That was their... Uh, <laughs> That is what it was. And oh my God. So let's get into it. Yes. <sighs> okay. So Alpine, of course, was the first team to get on hearts. And then their car was dead. Like it was like, it was like somebody running a three-legged race. Like it was so bad. Alpine lost all its momentum. And then Ferrari saw that and said, this is the right choice for our championship contender. <laughs> How? You know, if I I watch at least two or two, three, four. There are four different channels I know that do F1 watch alongs that I follow. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then I'm including ours as well, which is fifth. Okay. If I go to uh, go and watch these videos back of these four channels. I mean, I know what happened on our channel, but like these four channels back, I think the moment they put on hearts on Charles's car, everybody had the same reaction. Everybody had the same reaction. I want to actually create a compilation of everybody reacting to Ferrari putting on the hearts on Charles's car in Hungary. Because I think everybody lost. Please include their shit. the uh, please include the Lewis. Please include Lewis and Maxwell reaction also when uh, the after cool the room? race oh they both were talking and yeah yeah and I mean, Max literally laughed after Lewis's, that. Lewis's reaction was, wait, they were on hearts, and George <laughs> and Max both are like, <laughs> yeah, they were on hearts. 
I don't. Oh ஒரு <laughs> I don't understand why they would not have faith like Max pitted early because he started on softs right both the ferrari started on me- mediums they mm. should have they should have stuck to their own strategy between red bull and ferrari i think ferrari has the bet- better car they have the faster car and they would have been able to you know beat max because checo was nowhere checo was not a threat in this race it was just max i mean right now their focus should anyways only be max but they were just reacting to what red bull was doing and because of that they did this horrible call of you know putting on hearts for charles and then they don't even stick to it like he did 15 laps on the hearts and then they pit him again for the softs it it, it does not make any sense like what are you doing And the worst thing the worst thing is benotto in the post race interview saying that yeah. the pace was not there and charles in the post race interview is like i mean the pace was there i felt good on the mediums and it was there like they the ferraris were flying on the mediums like i mean of course the mercedes overtook like george was like he overtook yeah i mean no he did not overtake he he was able to retain his uh, pole and Position. he was able to lead the race but the problem is nothing is going to change at ferrari because they're, they they are in denial dude i don't i think they they have been in denial since emola i think they've just been in denial <laughs> since emola yeah very possible actually to be very honest very very possible but emola was the fourth race of the season like it's too early to go into denial it's too early to go into denial yeah, the lack of <laughs> the lack of accountability the lack of accountability the christian honor would uh, anytime max would have a dnf christian honor would come on the radio and said say sorry max whatever will do better this that anytime mercedes in in the start of the season when they were having a bad time toto would come on the radio and say sorry louis will work better will keep pushing this that whatever yeah any time fuck up by ferrari happens yeah come into the pits we will talk later we will talk later i mean what just own it you made a mistake okay cool own it it's not that big a deal it happens shit happens if they don't accept that they are making mistakes they will not feel the need to change anything because they don't think that they are making any mistake and that yeah, is because the they are not making the mistake na it's not their problem that the engine is not working it's not their problem don't blame the mastermind okay not their problem 
it is baffling to me that there is a chance that the constructor having the fastest car on the track might finish third in the constructors and the team that was supposedly having problems i mean i haven't watched formula 1 for that long but have you ever seen this happen that the fastest car finished third in the constructors mm. like second i can understand of course whoever their closest rival is it's it's still like you know close close but here there is literally ferrari can get overtaken by mercedes in the constructor title like they can there only diff- like 30 point there's only a 30 point difference yeah It's very really possible man very very possible it is it is going to happen like i at this point i'm more sure that uh mercedes will finish second hmm. i think the closer battle right now in the constructors is alpine versus mclaren oh yeah that was great and that to uh, the like the mclaren team coming on the radio and saying just finish above my alpine i was like oh okay <laughs> i mean they again went for the hards i don't know why they went for the hards uh they were following the fastest car if you did not <laughs> see the race properly they were I just following alpine. the fastest car i think alpine gave enough proof to everybody that the hard tire was not going to work did you see that double overtake by daniel ricardo yeah Oh my god. Danny was the smooth operator in this race. <laughs> oh my god. And I mean, let's not mince words, okay? That McLaren is not a good car. Like Lando supposedly their best driver was losing places to people left, right and center. So McLaren not the best car, but and that double over Oh my god, I had chills. As like this is 2017 Baku vibes. Oh, you remember that overtake? That the over, double overtake, yeah, yeah. Double overtake, but yeah, and like people are just going to see. Oh, Lando finished seventh, Ricardo finished fifteenth. He got a five second penalty, which I don't. But then too, he was out of the points contention. He finished yeah, tenth he and that got a. He was. No, he finished eleventh or twelfth something. I know, but like the final classification is that he finished fifteenth. I'm not saying about the points, yeah, yeah. but like. Seventh and eleven does not look as bad as seventh and fifteen. Hmm. I so wanted Ricardo to finish in points. Like I was literally praying for it. Not kidding. I was legit praying for it. I was like, please, 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 please finish in points. Please finish in points. Same. But yeah. I mean, my so like. any friend that i talk to about formula 1 like our chat is just filled with what ferrari has done this entire year in this first half of the season and i'm just like i have told this to a lot of my friends and i will say this again on any race weekend go to the grandstands find a ferrari fan bring him to the paddock let him make the strategy he will still make a better strategy than whatever ferrari is doing right now like it is baffling to me that the entire world had the same reaction wtf1 watch along had a spike in their viewers there were like 1000 2000 people who joined just to see matt react to ferrari putting on hard tires and he is like literally i saw the i saw the watch along the entire video he literally stood up from his seat left the room 
went out and shouted he shouted so loudly in frustration pretty similar to what charles did in france like he was so frustrated and he was like i'm done i'm done with ferrari like it is baffling to me how they are throwing away this season my god i can't even and to all mercedes haters i don't care if you if you're tired of mercedes domination if you want a good title fight you need mercedes in the fight yeah ferrari ferrari is clearly not a team that is in a position to compete for a championship i mean look at how they're self destructing right now like we can i think ferrari does not want to compete right now i have no clue what is wrong with them but and uh, like they are just in denial like they they're not they've not reached that ex- except exception wala stage like they are still in denial honey <laughs> was just saying brutal i know it's brutal but it's true like name say one thing i don't want to kill you i want you to stay in the fight i would much rather have a three way title fight than just a two way title fight i really actually wanted to be a three way title fight but just ferrari what what are they doing you're okay honey badger i hear you you're saying he's tired of mercedes okay cool do you want this season do you want this championship to get settled in singapore it this is anyways going to anyone but it is done in singapore this is done in singapore charles is coming back and no matter how many times binoto says that uh, they can win 10 races back to back sir please win one first then we'll talk yeah. yeah if i if i look at all the tracks right now you know ferrari has that uh, sorry red bull has that bloody straight line advantage i think with the exception of spa and monza i would say all the other tracks would suit ferrari but i still don't have faith that ferrari is going to win all of those races mm. the only thing i can say is that whenever it is that ferrari quote unquote fucks up i want mercedes to take the win just so that max verstappen does not get the maximum number of points that he can get hmm okay so i think mercedes and ferrari need to team up to beat uh, red bull yeah still i don't think it will be much of uh, use to any of the two yeah i mean i know people are tired of mercedes but like i i don't i don't see i don't see any other way any other way we can have an interesting season mclaren is nowhere Alpine, Alpine has pace, but it's not a race-winning car. I think Alpine, like if you look at the amount of bad luck Alonso has had, it's there. There is of course some problem, specifically with Alonso's car. I mean, I don't, I don't think Ocon has had that bad reliability, but again, I don't, I don't think like Ocon has had a pretty good season. I would say. but it's not something that is like you know that is the kind of season that norris or gasly had last year just just hear me out i i genuinely think like honest to god genuinely think alonso is having issues because of his own cockiness i mean i will not rule that out and <laughs> we'll get to because... alonso's cockiness yeah because like even uh, if you remember the double overtake 
which happened because of Ocon. Alonso, yeah. if like they don't have a strategy to help each other, what kind of a team doesn't have a strategy to help their own teammate out? I mean, please, that's I don't I don't ex- accept that. I mean, because they they have had so many quarrels. They have had so many fights. I mean, it's not even fun right now. Like the I, amount I, I of will, uh, we will will talk about Alonso and Alpine when we talk about the silly season updates. But like, um, I I don't see another constructor. I I don't see any other constructor who has maximized this new regulation change to an extent that. They can fight for the championship. Hmm. So it's it's Mercedes. I'm sorry. And this season it won't be a prop a very clean Mercedes win. I think it will be a like you know that Mercedes battle for the second position. Wala thing. I don't think Mercedes is having any clean victories right now. Yeah, I I just want Lewis to get a win because uh I don't want his record to break. Oh yeah, a win in the a win in every season. I just want mm. him to have one win because that's that's a crazy record to have. And uh, uh, inshallah in Spa because I think uh, Spa always it's usually their monsoon rain time and. I don't think it will be Spa. I think it will be Singapore. I would much rather have a, a Seb win in Singapore, but I think it's going to be a Lewis win this year. Okay. Let's do this uh, jaldi jaldi. Okay. What else? What else? What else on the Prediction? weekend? What else <laughs> happened in the weekend? Prediction happened. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's do prediction. I'm I'm just I'm done talking about Ferrari. Like I just I don't want to think about them. For I think this this summer break has come at a very good. I think this Ferrari fuck up has come up at a very good time. At three weeks, I just I don't wanna I don't want to talk about them at all. Like I'm so pissed. You know the funniest thing, I was listening to a couple of uh, older episodes, some couple of pit stop episodes. I was looking what we can release, and um, I found an episode that I had titled "Ferrari Discussion." on which we were talking about how carlos signs needs to up his game and i think this oh, is yeah. this is i remember that australia timeline or something when carlos signs is having was struggling to perform at the level of charles and, and i was like you were blaming that poor guy for yeah. i mean it's not like he's not done anything wrong but i will say this ferrari has found a new way to sell the moment they saw okay carlos sainz is back up there performing they were like okay it's time to deploy another way to destroy ourselves self destruct mode on <laughs> my god have you seen any any big like any team which is as big of a self destruct as ferrari I don't think in any sport we have something like this. They deliberately screw every race. Like, ऐसा भी नहीं है कि one of who are once in two three races. No, every race. Honey, Honey Badger says Tottenham. I mean, I'll have to take your word for it. I I don't have. There are too many football players. I can't keep track. Too many football yes. players. So basically, Ferrari is the Tottenham of F one. Nice. 
<laughs> something um, I never thought I would say, but nice. Okay, so I mean, let's just I I don't want to forget about them. I want to enjoy this three week break and uh, then prepare myself for some fresh heartbreak and just look at the the championship going closer and closer into the hands of Max Verstappen. So congratulations, Max Verstappen, for winning your uh, first legitimate second overall World Driver Championship. Yeah, he's won the second. I don't have any doubts in that. Yes. He's won. So now let's come to a much more interesting battle that is happening, which is our prediction league. So there has been a change of lead. This weekend oh. after the predictions. All right, so, all right, all right. I will start with Kramer. Kramer predicted Max Charles Checo, so he gets two points for Max. He said fastest lap to Max Verstappen, which did not happen. Said Alonso above Ocon, Lando above Danny Rick, at least one Aston Martin DNF. Now, I don't okay. know why I have given him four points. Did Alonso finish ahead of Ocon? I think he did. Okay. Yeah, Alonso finished ahead of Ocon. And uh, and Lando finished above Danny Rick. So that's two more points. So that's four points. And his total is up to 34. Ooh. Honey Badger, you predicted Max Charles Lewis. Fastest lap to Max. So you get two points for Max. You said Alonso in points, which is right. You said at least one McLaren in points, which is also right. And you said at least one Haas in points, which did not happen. So you also get four points. Your total is up to 32. Shakuni, oh. you said Charles, Hamilton, Max. So you get two points for Max. You said fastest lap to Hamilton, which is also correct. So that's three. Then you said Ricardo in points, Vettel in points, Alonso in points. So two of those are correct. So you get two more points and that's five for you. And your total is 35. 37, sorry. My bad. 37. Oh. I said Charles signs Russell. So I get two points for Russell. Said fastest lap to signs. I said at least one McLaren in Q3, which did happen. I said Vettel in points, which did happen. And then I said at least two DNFs, which did not happen. So I get four points and I am at 36. So Shakuni, as of right now, Ooh, you are leading the prediction league. By one I point. am back where I belong. Enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> where is that asshole Kramer? He is watching football. Yeah, so, yeah that's it. Um, that's it for uh, this episode of Over the Curve podcast. If you like the episode, please like, share, subscribe to the podcast. We are now also available on Apple Podcast and Amazon Music, so you can listen to us on those platforms. If you have any feedback for us or if you want us to cover anything, please write to us at overthecurvepodcast at thereadgmail.com. You can also reach out to us on our Instagram at overthecurvepodcast and on our Twitter at overthecurvepod. Until spa. Which might be the last spa. Oh, yeah. It could yeah. be the last spa race. But until spa. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.